This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up and good morning, War Report family. Your man, Ike Jones, here. Another morning drop, man. We are here talking about new and former offensive coordinator for Georgia, Mike Bobo. I don't know, however you want to say it. Mike Bobo is back as offensive coordinator. We just want to talk about it a little bit this morning as Auburn fans and uh, see how y'all are feeling about it, man. We're going to get straight to it. Y'all know how we do morning drop style right here on the War Report. Let's drop it on them. The morning drop right here, Friday, February 17th, your man Ike Jones, Mike G in the place to be. Hopefully you all are having a great Friday morning. Mike G, how's it feeling, man? Ah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Listen, we talked about Kevin Steele. Yeah, we did. We would be remiss to not talk about Bobo. Hey, listen, man. It is what it is. It's uh, mm. um, more recent history with Mike Bobo uh, being mm-hmm. at Auburn, but a, another boomerang hire for a uh, big rival, right? So Kevin Steele was at Bama once upon a time, came to be the defensive coordinator at Auburn, now back as defensive coordinator at Bama. Mike Bobo, former offensive coordinator for Georgia, came to be the offensive coordinator at Auburn, now back as the offensive coordinator at Georgia. Um, you got any thoughts on this? I mean, people have been asking us what our thoughts are, so we're gonna give you our thoughts right here. So, what are your thoughts on the whole hire for Mike? Uh, well, let's, well, let's back up here because we uh, we cover Auburn, so let's talk about Auburn for a second. Okay, what did he do at Auburn? Uh, Mike, Mike Pobo was hired at Auburn by Brian Harson mm-hmm. uh, in his first year. Uh, they paired him with Derek Mason mm-hmm. on the other side of the ball, mm-hmm. and uh, some might say. That Bo Nix had his best year under Mike Bobo and Brian Harson. So, as an Auburn pro- Tiger, yes, best year. Right. Mm-hmm. So, was the problem Mike Bobo or was it Brian Harson or was it both? This is the question we have to ask before we get into is Georgia screwed? <laughs> right? Because Georgia fans are doing mental gymnastics to try to talk themselves into the fact that this is a good thing. He's been there before. Kirby knows what he's doing. We got better players. You know, our state is, is has peaches. Like, yeah. anything they can to just make this sound like it's a good hire. Um, they might be right. They might be right. Um, now, I'll tell you, there's not a ton, I think, in his history that suggests that he's a fantastic coordinator. But... Certainly, um, it should be a little bit of a cheat code with the level of talent that Georgia has on offense, the way they've been recruiting. So we'll see. Um, Now, uh, Stetson Bennett was a walk-on. The guy who plays quarterback for Georgia this year will not be. For sure. No walk-on is winning that job this year, baby. 
they are going to have a legit five-star, four-star guy, um, you know, at the helm there, Georgia. So I'll be interested to see what he can do with one of those guys, right? Like, I mean, talent can't be, uh, you know, the abode in develop. You can't blame this on anybody, right? Like this, this offense has to look good, right? He should be on a short leash, or this should might be one of the shortest offensive coordinator tenures we've ever seen. I mean, he didn't. He 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 got fired after a year here. So, it, <laughs> you think he won't right. make it through the season at all at, or at Georgia? Uh, if he hey, well? listen, they might take the reins if it's falling off. I mean, Georgia fans have really high expectations now. Back to back, doesn't produce lower expectations. Yeah, it produces higher now. Back to back to back might not be the real. Might not be realistic. But I think it is the expectation of Georgia fans that they're going to be in the conversation for back-to-back-to-back. So we'll see. To your point, Georgia fans are not going to lower their expectation because they've changed offensive coordinators. Correct. Uh, Kirby Smart is still the head coach, and they're going to expect Kirby to put together a competent game plan for whoever it is with the help of his coordinators. Mike Mm -hmm. Bubba was on the staff last year, so it's not as if he's a brand new person coming in. He should know the players and the personnel that he has in those rooms um, and should be able to produce something with it. Having said that, the question becomes whether or not Mike Bobo has the same level of creativity that Munkin has with what he's going to roll out on a play-by-play. I think Mike Bobo, and I said this when we hired him, I think Mike Bobo can do a good job of putting playmakers in position to make plays. Mm -hmm. The issue for me was with Mike Bobo was sometimes it seemed like he got bored in his play calling duties and he kind of lacked some creativity and he kind of got stuck into the mundane. Here's where I have a problem with this entire thing from the Georgia fan base. You mentioned this, the gymnastics that are happening. Because a lot of those same Georgia fans were like, ha ha, you guys hired Mike Bobo. This is going to be terrible. Ah, yes. When they've got Mike Bobo there as their OC, they're like, oh, well, this could be okay. Because, you know, Mike Bobo is It's like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. Because y'all tried to be like, I told you so when we fired Mike Bobo. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, Mike Bobo could because we got, you know, uh, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, listen. All right, make up your Georgia mind. fans, listen, they're on the balance beam. They're on the uneven bars. They're on the floor routine. Yeah. They are doing gymnastics here, trying to justify why this is great. Mm-hmm. It's not great. That's the bottom line. It's not great. You have great talent, so it might work out, but this is not great. Um, now, uh, we'll get to comments here in a few minutes, but um, I see you guys uh, a little bit in defense of Bobo. Yeah, like I, I said, I, so, I, I, I don't have a problem. Yeah, I, I, I was never Bobo. a anti-Bobo person. I was always a wait, we'll wait and see kind of how it goes. Uh, but the results are the results, right? Like, mm-hmm. and if you want to lay all of those results at the feet of the coach that you dislike, I don't know. Okay, so then how do you explain South Carolina's results? Because that wasn't so. I guess that one is the fault of Muschamp, right? That you know the right. guy who doesn't have anything to do with offense. That, yeah, that yeah. was his fault. Like so again, like again, not saying Mike Bobo is a bad coach. I, I've ne- I have never said Mike Bobo was a bad coach. Even when we fired him, you can go back and talk. Look at the he gone video. You're not going to see me saying Mike Bobo was a bad coach. I'm going to say it didn't work out here at Auburn, but I would be lying to you if I was saying Mike Bobo is a great coach. He's okay. Right. He's okay. Right. I think he has the ability to maybe do some good things. It's going to come down to 
choice in quarterback for how well that offense operates. Ah, yes. See, this is why I brought Stetson Bennett up, right? And I'm telling you, Kirby Smart and uh, 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 Todd Munkin, right, the previous offensive order, Mm -hmm. uh, they decided to roll with Stetson Bennett, right? Um, Year one, it worked, but it wasn't pretty. Year two, he was pretty... He was pretty damn dynamic. <laughs> like he was a dynamic quarterback yeah. last year. And he went out and he made plays with his arm and with his feet. And uh uh listen, when it wasn't going, Stetson Bennett picked him up. And he was a walk-on. And I think that the expectation now is higher with five-star recruits after Munkin and Kirby did that with a walk-on. Right. Right. So they don't expect less out of the five stars. And to your point about uh, the quarterback position there being kind of like the key to how this goes, how elite is Georgia's defense going to have to be based on how they play offense? Can they do it again? Right. Like, listen, at the beginning of last season, I errantly said, I think the defense is going to actually, I wasn't wrong, but I said that I thought that. Stetson Bennett would need to would do have more. To raise his game, yeah. right, for Georgia to be good because I didn't think they could duplicate the type of defense that they had. Now, let me tell you why I wasn't wrong about this. In the playoffs, they gave up some points. They had to score versus Ohio yeah, Ohio State, State definitely uh, did, did damage against that team. Right. They had to score versus uh, TCU. Now, TCU didn't really fight back, but... Well, they scored. Let me put yeah. it this way. They scored versus TCU. Yeah. <laughs> they scored a lot versus TCU. Yeah. Uh, Stetson Bennett was the MVP of that game. So he did raise his game. Yeah. Right? Um, and the defense did not have to be as good at points <laughs> to win. So I think that going into this year... The same thing might be true, right? Like, is it realistic, man? This all-world defense thing, they got better on defense somehow at, at points. They did. I mean, they were they were really good. I mean, look what they did to Oregon. Um, Now, my, you know how I feel about that. But, like, you know, they shut down Oregon 48-3 to or whatever the score of that game was. Um, You know, they, they tossed some near shutouts last year. And they yeah. were really good. They were good again last year. There's no mistake that that George mm-hmm. defense was good. They had areas that they were weak for sure, though. I, I don't um, know that there were very many weaknesses in the previous year, but there were weaknesses for sure last year. So, um, what was the score of the Auburn Missouri game? Oh, I don't. I, I try not to remember. I mean, did we give? Did we give up? It was like in the twenties, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't a lot of points in that game because we had. It was like seventeen. T- I think it was twenty to seventeen or something like that. Because I think we were. Right. I think it, when we went to overtime, it was seventeen all. I think we scored more points on Missouri than Georgia did because the score of their game was like 16 to 12. Mm. It was a field goal bowl, right? And my whole thing is that... 17-14 comment said on that game. So I thought I thought it went 17-all, but maybe it was 14-all was really? in into overtime. So we scored one more point on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, my whole point is this, right? Um, there has to be some improvement somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some improvement somewhere, or at least on defense, they got to hold the status quo. Because, again, if you put up a 16-point game this year and this defense takes a little bit of a step back, you might get beat. You might get beat. You might lose a game. There might not be an undefeated season in the cards for you. 
Year one, they lost one game. They went undefeated the second year, but oh man, let me tell you, they had some close ones. There were some close calls there. Yeah. Right? There were definitely some close calls because Ohio State was one field goal away from ending this whole back-to-back thing. And why? Because the defense let C.J. Stroud run wild. I would almost argue he was the MVP of that game. C.J. Stroud played really well that game, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, Bobo is going to have to take this and at least keep the status quo, I think. Yeah. I don't think they can take a step back from a walk-on quarterback what a walk-on quarterback was able to do in this offense to a five-star quarterback, and then all of a sudden they can't move the ball or they're having a bunch of problems. That's not going to be a good look for him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting because, you know, there's a lot changing with that uh, Georgia offense. Um, the coordinator and the quarterback both changing means that there's going to be a lot of things that are going to look different on that team and that offense, and it's going to be interesting to see how Georgia fans react to the mm-hmm. differences because I think just one of those things changing – would have been hard enough. Both of those right. things changing simultaneously. Um, there's going to be a lot of blame fleeing going around if it doesn't look mm-hmm. good those first couple of games. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see how that happens. Um, going to be lots of bulldog on bulldog crime on Twitter. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking <laughs> They're going to turn on each other. They're going to cannibalize each other. It's going to be blood in the streets. And I, I, I will uh, savor every minute of it. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from the War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. Listen, you guys are watching the morning drop right here with you guys at the War Report. Make sure you visit our sponsor, RogueShop.com, using code Rapport, and uh, they will get you hooked up with some products from America's number one online dispensary. Make sure you let them know that we sent you over there. They are great sponsors of the War Report, and we want you guys to have all of the best things for life if you have issues with sleep, anxiety, stress, don't worry. Rogue Shop's mm. got you covered. Make sure you head mm. over there and, again, let them know the War Report sent you. We are going to hop yes. into the comments section right now and hear what you guys have to say about these things because our commenters are the most amazing commenters on the internet. And we're going to start facts. with Austin McBarner, who says, it's not the system or the coaching I doubt with Bobo. It's his in-game decision-making that I find a little lacking. Example, 2021 Penn State ending. Uh, I, I Listen, here, here was, I, and I was a, I was always in defense of game plans uh, that first season because I felt like we had opportunities. I feel like the opportunity was there on that final game 
And uh, I, I know I'm hating on Bo, but I think Bo Nix made the wrong decision, not Mike Bobo. I I, I think that Bo okay. went to a decision to throw that fade route, and mm-hmm. that wasn't the best route to look at in that situation. Okay. Mm. But that's not to say that I don't think Mike Bobo had bad decisions that he made throughout his tenure at Auburn. Both I, of those things are true. I just don't think that that's the best example of it. Yeah, I would say, yeah, two things can be true here, right? Yeah. yeah, I think that the decision that he made can somewhat be on the coach because... You put it in the, the, coach. the decision of that player's hands to make that decision. It's probably right. not but, the best idea. Because uh, of the coaching that has to happen in critical decisions. Yeah. Hey, man, the one thing you can't do right here is... Fill in the blank. I am shocked at how it seems how many times that conversation doesn't happen before a play like that and after a timeout. Yeah. Where the clock stops and it's like, all right, put it in the end zone or throw it up, but don't get sacked and don't run out of bounds. (laughs) Don't don't, don't get tackled in bounds. Yeah. It's fourth down. You got to throw the ball. Like, how many times have we seen players make that sort of play and I do think that is somewhat on the offensive coordinator, if not the head coach as well. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Bobo probably will be calling scripted plays left from Todd Munkin. So here, I here here is a real reality that I have said over and over again: the play design isn't the problem mm-hmm. for for most coaches. It is when to call calling plays is an art form, and if you either have it or you don't, and. It is. You can have the best design plays in the world, but don't have the right time to call those plays, or mm-hmm. you don't have the right feel for when to push the tempo. You don't have the right feel for who the person is that should be personnel groupings that should be in for certain things. You make bad personnel decisions as far as depth charts are concerned. Calling plays is just a small portion of the job. Mm-hmm. And so having Munkin's playbook does not guarantee success for Mike Bobo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have the play. You can call it the wrong time. Yeah. Because uh, remember this. The guy on the other side of the field is studying the tape. Yeah. He's studying all the plays that Munkin called last year. Just in case you try to do the same shit. <laughs> and then when he sees it, good defensive coordinators are going to adjust. So I, I agree. Like, I don't think having the playbook does not guarantee success because you got to know when to call the plays and you got to be able to call the plays within the flow of the game based on how they're playing defense on you. Everybody's got the tape, man. And for you guys who don't know, right, um, real quick, Ike, um, back in the day, what we used to do was when we were done filming a game, we would take our chop up, right? So we film um, an end zone shot, and from the end zone, you get the line, uh, the linebackers, the running backs, and the quarterback. And if the safety's playing close enough, you might get them in the shot too. But it's so they can grade out the line and the linebackers and the offensive line. That's how they grade them. And as the play moves, the cameraman stays focused on the line moving. He may expand slowly, right? But what we used to do was, you know, we got to keep these players in the shot. From the sideline is what we call all 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all 22 players in the shot so they can – Great how the play develops in the DBs and the wide receivers. Um, that tape is broken up offense, defense, special teams. And then but what we used to do is we used to send our tape to the next opponent. Right. It was a big deal. This was something that was a 
big responsibility. Uh, you know, for us, we used to drive it to Atlanta and send it out on Delta Dash. Now all this stuff is shared digitally. But my point is, everybody has the tape on everybody, right? Auburn, don't even got to be playing somebody to get the tape on Yeah. now, right? So, you know, there's so much resource there for coaches if they do their homework to see what a team's tendencies were and game plan for that, that just simply having a playbook is not that much of an advantage, right? Now, they may be great plays, but uh, people are adjusting constantly. And you have to be adjusting. So if you go out there thinking you're going to do the same stuff you did last year, and it's just going to work, you better have dudes. Right. You better have dudes who can just move people out the way and just win. Right? And that's maybe what Mike Bobo is, <laughs> is banking on. I, mean, like, I think, I think that's what a lot of Georgia fans are banking on, is that we've got the guys, so it doesn't we matter who's calling the plays. We're going to go out mm-hmm. there and win. I don't, know that, that. I don't know that it's that simple. I mean, it is that simple against lesser competition, but once the dudes start to even out a little bit more. You got to have the right person calling the plays and you got to have the right trigger man out there to do it. Austin McBarner jumps in as I don't think it's a step back from Munkin, but it's definitely, but it definitely ain't a step forward. It's a fair point. It's a fair. I think it's a step back because Munkin was, I, oh, he did a masterful job. Yeah. I think Todd Munkin is, is a good coach. Um, I, I think a lot of guys would be a step back from what Munkin did last year. Yeah, I, I'll have to agree with that. Yeah, Dana Jones, Bobo isn't terrible, but I wouldn't call him elite. This is about how I feel about him. He's not terrible. Yeah. He's not great. He's just okay. All right, cool. We got to y'all are saying the same thing. He's mid. Yeah, he's going to be a mid coach with great talent. Yeah, this is what this is going to be. Now, remember what I said about who Bama hired, right? Um, as offensive coordinator, the Notre Dame guy. Uh, you know, with Steel, with Steel, about Steel, defensive right. coordinator. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I was like, listen, man, I, I get it. Like he's mid, but if they look great, don't be mistaken. It's not him. It's going to be the five million five stars they have on defense. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the talent. I feel the same way about this bubble hire. If it looks good, it's the talent. It's not him. We got too much tape on Bobo to think that he suddenly is turned into this fantastic coordinator after going to a place with so much talent. It's the talent. It's obvious. <laughs> I think it's obvious. Yeah, I, I would. I would not disagree there. Mad Barber jumps in. It's pretty. It's a pretty safe hire. I think offense won't likely win them games, but it won't lose them either. Fair point. The definition of mid. Yeah, he's mid. Uh, let's see. Philip Coleman. Georgia's defense will make up for the Bobo deficiencies. This is what Georgia That's, fans I hope. I say this is the hope, right? <laughs> uh, Ant Robinson says, I think Bobo was a good OC. Harson may have ran him off being hard-headed. This, uh, there may be some truth to this, right? And let me tell you something. Um, some of the things that we heard post-Harson about um, essentially meddling with installs and game plans and not being able to get on the same page about what was going on you know, makes me think that this was that there's some truth to this, and that's that's where I'll leave that. Yeah. Uh, Dave Medlock, uh, the Coach Hugh Freeze interview is well worth becoming a patron all by itself. Come for that, stay for the long list of good film breakdowns. We appreciate that very much. And right? yet, and still, you don't have to be a patron to watch it. Yeah. Despite some people in our comments telling Hugh Freeze they're going to lock it behind their patron vault yeah. <laughs> and never let anybody see it, Coach. Yeah. Don't talk to those guys. It's free. 
free just like 95 And he came anyway, so your hating didn't work. So whatever. It didn't hate. It didn't work. It didn't work. Derek Anderson, I just accepted a new job, which I won't be able to drop in on live shows in a few weeks, but definitely staying a patron because of the film review. Love the work, Ike Wardam Eagle. Mm. Thank Doesn't matter so how you watch, Derek. Yeah. As long as you watch, you are always part of our community. Live uh, or replay, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. We appreciate mm-hmm. the watch either way. Either way. Watch it twice. <laughs> John Brandon, Bobo is a small step above mid. He needs elite talent to make him look good. Now, now John is giving him a small step above mid. Mm. Now, I am maybe in the stall, small step below mid point. So, John, like, listen, we got to meet at Chef Lee's and duke this out again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who is right here? <laughs> and mid-season, we're going to get some Chinese food, and one of us is going to be right. Loser pays. We'll see. Okay. Uh, Austin McBarner says, I think it's a similar situation to Kevin Steele going back to Bama. I get similar vibes. Not a great hire, but could have been worse. Just meh. Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, listen. Yeah. There are not a hundred home run coordinator hires out there. There aren't. And I've, I argued this when we were out looking for coordinators. That, yeah. And so, okay, so here— <laughs> All right. Let's, At some let's, point, you got to hire somebody who's on the come up, let, right? Let's 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 talk about this for a second in this whole coordinator hire shuffle thing, right? Because Auburn fans were telling us that Auburn was incompetent during our coordinator search because of who we ended up with. And they were like, ah, you couldn't have found nobody better than that. Georgia, the Which back-to-back year? national champion. Yes. Okay. okay. The, the back-to-back national champion, Georgia, just went back to the Rolodex and was like, uh, we'll just hire this guy. So you're telling yeah, me Georgia <laughs> couldn't find anybody better? Or or is right. or maybe just possibly it's really hard to hire coordinators, regardless yeah. of who you are. They literally walked down the hall and was like, Hey, hey. you, you want to do this again? <laughs> yeah. Haley you jumps want- in in that mode. Uh the Bobo feels uh much like the steel hire. It's a late night. Uh so Kirby sent the you up text. <laughs> it's it's worse than that. This is like y'all live in the same building and you walk yeah. down the hallway and knocked on right. the door and said, Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Hey, you wanna you wanna come down the hallway and you know, real quick? Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I catch your seat warm. <laughs> so right. yeah i just yeah. don't i don't i don't i don't again I, I, my point here is that it's not easy to hire coordinators because okay. it's a tough job man it's a very tough job and that's a pressure field job right now mm-hmm. so he just went down the hallway and 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 promoted somebody which is not a bad thing i'm not saying that this is a bad hire my point is that people try to act as if when auburn does something it's like, oh my God, we can't get our together. And then, but when other teams do it, it's like, oh, well, as you know, they just they just had to do it. It's like, all right, man, come on, dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be Listen, free. Coordinator hires are are hard, and I think that um, Saban got some mid coordinators as well too. For the first time, I feel like he got some really mid coordinators, right? Uh, so we'll see. Again, we'll see how much of it is the talent, and how much of it is the coaching, because. Um, no, I don't think he hit home runs with either higher at offensive coordinator. We shall see. Austin Holland jumps back in and says, wasn't the warning from Georgia fans that no matter how hot a running back or receiver might have been in a game, he stayed balanced for the sake, so the, for the sake of being balanced. 
again, I said this earlier, Georgia fans told us it was a terrible hire and you guys are going to regret this. And now Georgia fans are telling us, oh, it could work. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just Auburn. Auburn sucks. Yeah. He was okay. All right. Yo, we're sorry. We're sorry, Mike. <laughs> Apologize to Bobo then. Right. Apologize. I bet see a bunch of apology tweets on Twitter from Georgia fans to Bobo. Because he sucked here, right. but he's going to be great there. E- either okay. stand on what you said or mm-hmm. stop talking. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's really Perfect. simple. All right, man. Well, we are going to get out of here, man. As always, we appreciate you guys and War Eagle. Peace. Drive.